Hey, hey, welcome back to So I Got Divorced. It's me, Beth, and I just got back from traveling. I was traveling for work and I went to Oklahoma. You know, I had never been to Oklahoma and I probably never would have gone there except I was there for a pilot training that I had been working on with a coworker. And we almost didn't make it for the first day. Um, it's a curriculum that we have been working on for the last two years and we're finally getting to see it come to fruition in real life, in person, in Oklahoma for this training. And our flight got delayed. You know, we showed up at the airport at four o'clock in the morning for our six, you know, 30 flight. And as soon as we like walked into the terminal, my friend was like, um, oh, I just got a notification that our flight has been delayed. And it wasn't delayed by like an hour, it was delayed by like six hours. And it was this whole morning of, you know, the ticketing person trying to help us coordinate our flights, get us both on the same flight so we didn't have to, you know, split up for the trip. And it was a little bit of a bummer because, you know, we had decided we were going to go sort of early that day so that we would have time to explore Oklahoma City and just relax and get settled in. So that didn't really happen. We didn't get to Oklahoma City until like 10 and we didn't get to our hotel until like 11. So that would have been like 12 o'clock Eastern time. So it was almost almost a full like literally full day of traveling but I hadn't flown anywhere since 2019 and so I really wasn't sure what to expect with the flight and all of the COVID protocols and the masking and you know by this time masks were optional it was kind of like you know, it never happened. I miss all of the very strict like masking protocols for flying. So it's just really interesting, um, you know, for me having that gap in flying, it, it was like nothing had changed for me. So pretty interesting. So I think today I wanted to talk about one of the surprising things that I realized after I got divorced. And that is that I had no idea what I wanted. I I mean, like down to the simplest decision, I just had no idea what I wanted. And like, what, what kind of food do I want? Uh, where do I want to go on the weekend? Like, what do I want to do? I just had no idea. And I think there are a couple of things that really, you know, brought me to that point in my life. One was like, I think growing up that I was very much like an Enneagram 9. I was the peacemaker. So like in general, I'm very like go with the flow, like, you know, we'll do whatever. I'm good with that. Don't want to make waves, you know, like I don't want to cause conflict. Um, And then that really showed up in my marriage too, where I was very like lenient with what we were doing or I would present stuff but I would really just like take a back seat unless it was something like I absolutely really 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 wanted and even for some things that I did really really want I think I like still was trying to just make the other person happy and so I really just got used to 
you know, not being in tune with what I actually wanted and just going with what whoever I was around wanted. And, you know, I had done that for years, like basically my whole life, um, up until the the point where I got divorced. And it, it sounds like so wild to say out loud because like, how could I not know really what I wanted or what I liked? But I think something that like drew me to like certain people were like that they knew exactly what they wanted. They had very strong opinions about things. They were very sure of themselves. And I was really drawn to that type of personality because I'm out here like, I have no idea what I want. I'll, I'll, I'll do what you want. So, you know, I think that's how, you know, part of the reason why my, my relationship sort of formed with my ex. And, you know, that was just one of the, the ways that we were sort of drawn together. But after I got divorced, I really, I felt very lost. And one of the reasons was because I had spent so much of my life depending on other people to make the decision. Um, if you know anything about Enneagram nines, um, it's actually very, kind of funny to me, but one of the the ways that you can make them really uncomfortable is by having them choose like the the place where we go to for dinner like for for the group and it is literally like the worst decision it really depends for me though who I'm with now because if it's with you know friends that I really like or family I don't have as much of a problem making that decision now but man when I was younger and like even around the time when I was like married and getting divorced like put me in charge of making that decision for the whole group and like I would be so uncomfortable so like have such anxiety and I would be like well we can go here 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 and I don't know we can go here maybe like so unsure of myself and so you know, that's one thing as an Enneagram nine, nine, I work on as like trying to make my voice heard. And so one of my mantras is like, people want to hear what you have to say. And so that keeps me like going. And obviously like over time, I've built up a lot of confidence, but at the point of my divorce, yeah, I was not very confident about what I wanted what I even needed like forget what I actually wanted like I had no idea like I I had spent so much time just tuning out what my body like really needed or what my body like wanted or how it was feeling that you know I was just very lost and I think one of the ways that I was able to sort of gain confidence and start trusting myself and like, you know, figuring out what it was that I wanted or didn't want. Well, one of them is definitely just like time, time away from the situation, time away from like, you know, my ex, you know, time away from my family, just sort of sitting in that space of, you know, wondering like what's next what's gonna happen and like having to make decisions and really think about it like even 
Like, what are we going to have for dinner? Like, what do I really want? Like, I'm going to order out. What do I really want? I would have to be really intentional about, you know, looking at all of my options. And, you know, what sounds really good right now? Another thing that really helped me was therapy. You know, I love therapy. Find a great therapist and, like, whew, so much can change. That was so integral for me even before I got divorced and like, especially like going through the divorce and after the divorce, so helpful. And I think my therapist at the time was really helpful in helping me see myself separate from my ex. And that was, I think one of the key things because like I was saying, like I had always sort of depended on other people or my ex to make decisions and I was like you know I'll I'll do we'll do whatever you think is best or like whatever makes sense you know I don't want to cause you know an argument we'll do that and when I finally could see myself as like my own person it was really hard but it was really helpful and it was like a step forward towards you know, the person that I was becoming outside of my marriage, outside of my divorce, you know, just helping me to figure out like who I am and shape like what it is that I want. And I got officially divorced in 2018 and it's now four years later. And I will say that, you know, sometimes it is still hard for me to you know, figure out what it is that I want, you know, like I have a kid now. So, you know, I let him choose things, but, you know, I still have to like practice tuning into what it is that I need or want. I'm getting better at it. Mindfulness is another thing that has really helped me understand what's happening in my body and like, oh, I'm feeling something. I think it's an emotion. <laughs> Maybe I better like focus in on that. Um, and again, this is just like years of just sort of downplaying what it was that I was feeling or what I needed and just not having practice, like tuning into that. And so over time, I think it does get better. Like I've definitely experienced, you know, myself sort of figuring out what I want and then actually carrying it out because I think there were definitely times when I was like oh this is what I really want or this is what I really need right now but then I would still like push forward like oh my god I'm so exhausted but I need sleep but let me you know do x y or z and still push forward and you know some of that is I think just mom guilt (laughs) on some level is like oh well I should really be spending time with my kid or I should really be doing whatever laundry or you know whatever household thing there is to do that day Uh, but I think I've come to a point where I can really appreciate what it is that I need and almost like I'm like parenting myself so like for example with just being tired is that like I'll recognize that I'm just so exhausted and I'll be like okay tonight you're 
going to bed when your kid goes to bed. And that's okay. Life is gonna move on. You're gonna be well rested. You're gonna be like, you just need sleep. You need to go to bed. And so I'm really just acting like a parent to myself. And I like it. I mean, it's hard sometimes because obviously I still want to, you know, do things that are just like feel good. Like I want to stay up and I want watch TV or I want to eat crappy food because it just tastes good. But, you know, I think now I, I know that I can trust that like inner voice that's like, you're really going to feel worse tomorrow or this food is not going to make you feel like energized so you can do all the things. So maybe let's not do that. So anyway, over time, you'll start to trust yourself and you'll be able to find your way back to to you, to who you are, to what you want, to making decisions for yourself. And it's kind of fun to look back like a year ago now, even for me, like I, I don't, I wasn't in the same place as I was last summer. You know, I had done this course called Made to Do This, and that was super helpful. And, you know, I was still a little unsure of myself. So it's, it's been nice to like see this progression of like who I'm becoming and like the work that I've been putting in and who I am today, it's like really cool to like reflect back. And I'm not even like the same person I was at the beginning of this year. And that was, you know, just a few months ago. So that's incredible. So be kind to yourself and give yourself time. Nothing's going to change like overnight. And when things start to be uncomfortable, I think that's a good sign. It means that like there's growth, right? Like growth is uncomfortable. And so I would just say be patient with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. And you've got this. Especially if you're like, you know, going through the divorce process and on the other side. It just takes time. It just takes time. I want to remind you that you are worthy, you are enough, and you are loved. I almost, I almost just like blew a kiss. I don't know. That's very not (laughs) me, but oopsies. I do that with my kid. So anyway, (laughs) I'm in mom mode. Uh, I'll see you next week.